Beckett, who do Papa and Mama help with Optavia? Um, like helping families like us. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, we love that kid because he happens to be our youngest son. That is our Beckett and a huge reason of why tonight matters so much to DJ and I. We're really thrilled to be with you. Welcome to your optimal health community time. Yeah, welcome, welcome. Super stoked. Uh, within Optavia, we are one of the fastest growing optimal wellness uh, companies in the entire world. So just think about that for a second. All right. Context of that is pretty stinking yeah, cool. The world. The world. Um, and then no, for like anyone that's on this call, this call is for those of us that are chasing after our goals, right? Chasing after that optimal health and want to be the dominant force in our lives. And so each week on Mondays, we connect for about 30, 40 minutes, kind of depending on the discussion we're getting to have um, and get to have some really robust conversation. And again, if you're a podcaster and you're listening to this via podcast, super stoked you're taking the time to actually uh, be here and listen and be inspired because we got some really great stories on a really cool topic, a really cool topic. But before we kind of hop into this topic, one of the things that we always want to kind of put out there and really make sure everyone understands is what we do, it takes work. Yeah. Like we took, uh, we take energy and we put a lot of energy into what we get to do. And everyone that's going to be sharing today no one has arrived, right? So let me just kind of say it this way. I don't believe in arrivalism. That means that you've kind of gotten to this place where you think you have it all down. No one has arrived, but everyone journeys. Everyone works hard. Everyone is diligent. Everyone is striving for excellence uh, in their personal life. And I think that's one of the coolest things about being a part of Optavia. The culture within Optavia, you, you experienced this, right? Yeah. It's a culture of that introspection, of being able to look inside yourself and go, okay, what needs to change here so that I could like give it away, all right? Because you can't give away what you don't have. That's like one of my favorite quotes ever. You can't give away what you don't have, but you do give away what you do have. So the investment that happens here takes work, takes energy. Uh, as we pay it forward, that takes work, that takes energy, but we're gonna have a stinking amazing time tonight. Babe, we're gonna be talking about one of the coolest subjects again, like what actually, like knowing what it is we wanna accomplish when it comes to our goals, when it comes to our vision, our dreams, our health goals, our emotional goals, our mental goals, uh, and we'll kind of qualify all that when it comes along. Absolutely. And I think that's what made me so comfortable to step into my own personal health journey was that idea of being in process. So about six years ago, almost, mm -hmm. uh, we had been done with having kids. We had three amazing young babies. And you know what? I, I was ready to just feel like me again. Anybody else out there, like that resonates with you. Like, oh yeah, I just wanted to feel like me again. And so it wasn't just about like the 10 pesky pounds that I felt like were just, I was trying to shove into my jeans every fall, but it was also about, I wanted to create something in our life. I had this vision and kind of like, a, it was almost hazy. I didn't fully see it clearly, but our five-year-old, our oldest at the time was five and had come to me and said, mom, I want to go run. Suddenly she wanted to be a runner. And I was like, okay, here we go. I am a fish. I played water polo and was on swim team in high school. So I was like, this land thing is all new to me, Brooklyn. But okay, here we go, girlfriend. And I'm running behind Brooklyn as she's wanting to run a mile. And I am huffing and puffing and exhausted. And so I thought, man, I wanted it. I wanted to be that healthy, active, vibrant mom that was like, yeah, let's go. But that wasn't where I was. So I had this vision. I knew what I wanted to accomplish. And I think that's why I am so thankful about our health journey. And yours was pretty similar. Yeah, I remember for me, what really like 
kind of changed everything was when I, it happened all up, by the way, in the same day, I climbed the stairs and just like one normal flight of stairs to get like to the second floor. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, but I was like massively out of breath. I'm 35 years old at the time. And I climbed one flight of stairs and I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, all right. So that happened. Um, and then I went to tie my shoes and I had to do like the old man tie, right. You know what I'm talking about? Like I had to like pull it like that. And again, 35 years old and was out of breath after tying my shoes. And then um, the last thing that kind of broke the camel's back is I went up, or not upstairs, I went um, and I was chatting with my daughter and I worked pretty much a desk job, uh, didn't really do anything physical. She asked me, Papa, do you want to play? And I went, oh, baby, I'm so tired. Dang. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like something's going to change. If I like, and, and it came to that point where that's when we began a health journey. And for me, by the way, it was only a diet to begin with. But this whole idea of what we're going to talk about today of knowing what you want to accomplish is all right here. It's in this life book because this component of that navigating your mental and emotional health, this right here, 26 elements of your health, my health, your health yeah. is mind blowingly impactful, like life changing. And that's the conversation we get to have today. Absolutely. Well, and I think that's why Beckett's saying, oh my gosh, you get to help families like us. That's the bigger vision of when we know what we want to accomplish, it doesn't just impact our life. It impacts our families and our communities. And so thinking well beyond the temporary, which we're going to talk about, but the long-term vision of seeing, identifying it, even if it's a little hazy, but then also having someone write it, help you to write it out. Yeah. The doctor, it gave us blanks in the book to really flesh it out. And sometimes it's kind of hard to put pen to paper. I mean, I, I have some blanks in my book. This is my life book. And I've got some blanks in element too. I'm like, I didn't really know how, but it gives us an opportunity to at least try and flesh out a strategy. And then you have all the beautiful subsequent elements that come that say, here's one more area you can move forward. Oh, here's an idea. So let's try this all based in science and medicine. So as we walk through our time together today, the other piece we want to differentiate is while we may kind of have this hazy idea of what we want to create, Dr. A gives us the opportunity to look at short-term versus long-term creation in our life. Yeah. And it's this idea of satisfaction versus pleasure. Mm -hmm. And so in element two, he breaks it out where pleasure is really that short-term version. Right. Like when I think of pleasure, um, I think of we're like the Amazon Prime culture, right? We're a microwave culture. We're that immediate gratification. So, so are you? You're talking about that that kind of pleasure that it brings us immediate peace, but right. not lasting satisfaction. Exactly. That's, okay. Exactly. It's like, oh well, I could have stayed in bed on those mornings, or I had the vision that someday, when our five year old was old and grown, she may want to be still running. Mm -hmm. So that meant that five years ago, it meant putting on my tennis shoes more often and maybe doing that fifteen minute workout pressing through those moments where it wasn't necessarily the pleasure of it, but I had the vision, even if it was a little hazy of the future, where honestly today, where our 12-year-old just signed up for junior high track team and cross country, and I get to be the mama that's like, let's go run. May not be my like ultimate favorite, but the long-term vision now is I'm equipped to do that. And I'm oh, healthy man. enough to where I could go run with her and train with her to create those memories together. <laughs> I, I loathe running, all right? <laughs> I like working out, but I do not like running. I'm pretty sure it's of the devil. Um, I'm just kidding. So, every time I say that, someone's like, you don't, you've never had that runner high. 
There is no such thing as a runner high, all right? No, I'm just kidding. Everybody Maybe there is, jams. but uh, yeah, anyways. The other great piece <laughs> is field. Dr. A breaks this down into the six macro habits. So when you're looking at what you're wanting to create, even if it's a little bit hazy and fuzzy, the beautiful piece is, is when you're looking at what you want to accomplish, it probably factors into one of these six areas and they mm -hmm. contribute back to what you're wanting to accomplish in your journey, whether that's healthy motion, whether it's healthy sleep. That was something that as a mama with three young babies, I did not give enough credit to. But then that's that beautiful piece of like, let's break it down. And when you put it into six categories, it feels way more attainable when it's like, oh, well, I could do one small thing in one of those six categories each day and every bit of progress leads to more. Yeah, and when I think through, again, these macro habits, um, and I think of that satisfaction versus pleasure, it really applies to every single one of these. Like, mm -hmm. kind of like you just said it, but um, I, I know for me, like when it comes to healthy eating and things like that, I, I know I am a food addict. I know this, all right? So if I'm not careful, I hop right back into that. If I don't do the mental and emotional work, I could easily hop back into pounding like peanut butter pretzels, like no one's business. All right. Those are my enemy. Uh, but I have a grasp on that or a grasp on that because I really begin to understand a little more of what it looks like to be willing, what it looks like to be ready, what it looks like to be confident when it comes to knowing what I actually want to accomplish. So if I want that satisfaction, that long-term goal, that long-term effect, rather than this instant gratification of pleasure, then I got to put the work in it. It becomes it. like tipping skills almost. Mm -hmm. That satisfaction becomes so far greater than that small moment of pleasure. Yeah. And so what's going to be fun uh, in this whole, again, next 25 minutes or so that we have together, is just having a fun conversation. This is a conversation with you guys listening here, a podcaster that you guys are driving down the road or riding your bike, whatever you're doing. And everyone else is kind of going through life, right? Mm -hmm. uh, being able to go, okay, how do I take what it is like my why two weeks ago, we talked about the why Brad and team, you guys did such a great job of really like helping us yeah. digest that why, but then going, okay, but, but how do I get to that? Why? Like, how do I know what I'm actually going to accomplish? And again, that's, what's going to set us up for success. Those are the stories we're going to share tonight. A few, just again, all around these macro elements of health. Um, and the first is, is Curtis and Christina. So Curtis, Christina, uh, we've known for a little while now absolute rock star couple, absolute rock star couple. We asked them to come and share on the macro habits of healthy weight management and eating uh, healthy and having healthy hydration because these two have rocked it. They have a phenomenal transformation, um, but not just with their body, kind of holistically. And so I don't want to like get too much into your story because you guys are going to share it. But would you guys come off and share a little bit? Again, no one's arrived in this. Everyone's still journeying a little bit, but what what is your story around kind of this idea of healthy weight management and uh, healthy eating and hydration? Awesome. Thanks, DJ. So when I came to Optavia two and a half years ago, I came with a 38-year history of anorexia. Um, I wasn't eating. I was exercising all the time, kind of in the way of punishment, because that's what you do. Um, I was not fitting into my clothes. I turned 50 and... I just thought it was gonna be the way life was. I was pretty miserable. I had a physical injury from working in healthcare with a very physical job and obese patients. So I was seeing it from that aspect too and not wanting to be that statistic. Yeah. I came in with a huge willingness and readiness. I was so ready to change and get control of my life. 
but I have to admit, I wasn't very confident. I was a little bit in my own head that things just don't work for me like they work for everybody else. So it, it probably won't work for me, but I'll try it. And I had a great big fear of disappointment, worried that I would be just really sad when it didn't work. I made a commitment though, and I came in committing to three things. One was healthy hydration. If you work in healthcare, you know that drinking water is really, really tough because you don't get filter breaks. And I committed to drinking my 64 to 100 ounces of water and really staying in that. In between patients, that means those quick little runs to the restroom to make sure. I committed to being prepared and planning ahead. Um, that meant taking those fuelings that I found that was so simple to work in between patients. And we would sit down together. Curtis was very supportive. We would sit down and plan a menu for two weeks at a time, looking at lean and greens, and we would shop from that menu so that we had everything on hand that we needed. And I committed to reduce my caffeine intake. Although I do have to say, you know, all of these elements are elements eight through 11 in the life book. And page 208 is my absolute favorite because Dr. Anderson says that caffeine has antioxidant properties and it's actually, or coffee does. Coffee's actually not so bad for you, but Anyway, I, I was absolutely blown away by the transformation that I was able to have. And the biggest one that blew me away, besides the fact that Curtis will tell you, I started getting hungry and I'd never done that before, was the mindset piece. Realizing that I could still eat and nourish my body and still maintain a healthy weight was tremendous. Um. And then I could exercise for fun instead of punishment. That is huge too. It works so well for me. And if it worked for me, it'll work for anybody, which led me to want to pay it forward. And to do that, um, my biggest takeaway from it all was it is so simple if you just follow the process and it really works. Yeah. Well, my story is uh, I could see her being miserable, not happy in her own skin. Um, she wanted to try something different, something that, that might help her to feel better. I'm all for that. I mean, I'll support her every way I can. I do a lot of the cooking. I really love to cook. So, hey, new recipes, new things to try. I cook the lean and green. And I was eating the lean and green with her as support, but I wasn't really on program the rest of the time uh, because uh, I was born in eastern Idaho. I'm actually from spud country. Love me some spuds. So had still have that stuff. Um, but after a while, I noticed that, you know what? I'm losing weight, too just doing the lean and greens. And I had done keto before. And let me tell you, keto worked. Weight came right off. I felt terrible. Oh, I felt awful. Um, and the weight came right back on too. So after a while, I decided, you know what, I'm going to commit and I'm going to do this program with her. I'm going to actually go on the five and one. And I had a couple of obje objectives in mind. Uh, people who've been around me for very long know that my stated objective is to be the crazy grandpa and the scary old man. Um, I'm well on the way to both as far as I can tell. <sighs> But uh, I had, so I committed to the, the uh, five and one and the healthy hydration. I, mean, I had to give up my sodas and actually start drinking the water. And, and what I noticed is uh, my energy level started to come up. Not just the weight was going off, but the energy was coming up. Those of you who know me know that I train and teach in a pretty intense and active self-defense system. And what I found was all of a sudden I can move my 50 something year old butt around this gym and I can keep up with my younger students. I can keep up with my teenage students and my 20 somethings. 
And not only can I keep up with them, I can train hard and I can train them hard. Uh, so part of the long range effect of that was I'm very passionate about teaching self-defense. I'm very passionate about teaching people to protect themselves and get out of situations that they might not otherwise be able to get out of. Um, my students were able to train harder, train longer. Uh, I have students that I could pay it forward in two ways. I have students who came on program and all of a sudden they can move better and move faster and train harder and work harder. So for me, the satisfaction of being able to achieve what I tried to do in the first place was not only am I healthier, they're healthier too. They may not like the fact that I train them harder, but they are better prepared, not only from a, a nutrition and a, a healthcare or a healthy standpoint, but from a defense standpoint, to be able to stay healthy long-term. Love what this program has done. Love the gift we received. So cool. Oh my gosh. It's so fun hearing your guys' story. And especially because uh, I have a connection with Curtis a little bit, we were at a little retreat and he was teaching, I'm going to mess this up. Krav Magra, right? Well, Maga, Krav Maga. Maga. Oh, dang it. Okay. All right. I was Maga. so close. All right. Krav Maga. Krav Maga. Um, and it's not, it's not in a dojo. It's a studio, right? Studio? Um, yeah. Okay. Dojo is a Japanese word. So. Okay. I, I figured, all right, good. See, see how ignorant I am right now of this, but uh, Curtis did show me a couple moves and nearly broke my head. All right. I'm pretty sure. So this, this guy is a stud, like a super stud. And I think that's the coolest part of all this is like when you are like on point and you know what you want to accomplish, how it inspires other people is ridiculous. Your story of how it inspires your, you know, your students that you're teaching and uh, Christina, how you've inspired coworkers. And I, I obviously we know a little bit more than everyone else listening on this right now, but it, that, that's probably my favorite part of everything is kind of hearing those stories a little bit. Absolutely. And so uh, the, the reason, one of the reasons I started training, I hate to run. I'm terrible at running. I think it was just <laughs> <a little bit. laughs> Oh, well, thank you guys so much thank for sharing a little bit of your story. Uh, what's cool is as you look a little bit this in element two, again, in the life book, uh, Dr. A, he breaks it down in such a cool, tangible way. Again, that, that man's a genius. All right. Because the way he did this, I don't know about you, but uh, I love ideology. I love that 10,000 foot view, being able to look down on your why and really see kind of what you want to want to create. But what he does here and knowing what you want to accomplish and how he kind of does this, uh, he does three rulers. If you're podcasting, you're not really able to see it. So let me kind of give you a visual for what's happening here. Um, there are three rulers that he talks about. He calls them rulers. There's a willingness ruler, a confidence ruler, and then there's a readiness ruler. And he rates each one of these rulers zero to 10. Zero usually meaning like not important. I don't really think I'm going to reach my goal. I'm not really ready to change. Uh, to 10 being more like it's my the most important thing in my life. It's a, I am definitely going to achieve this goal to like I am, I am on point. I am ready to change. I am all in. And that's the three rulers that he gives here. And in this element, it's such heart work that you have to do here because you go through each one of the macro habits and write down, am I willing? And where am I willing? Am I, you know, zero to 10, where, where's that at? Am I confident? What does that look like? Am I ready? And I think one of the coolest pieces of all this from what I just heard from Curtis and Christina was Christina, you said, I was, I was willing, I was ready. I just don't know if I was confident. Mm -hmm. I mean, like put a 12 in the chat if that's you, yeah. right? And we're watching the chat. Like how many of us have been there before? It's like, I, I want, I really want this. Like, I know I need this. Like, I don't want to climb the stairs and be flipping exhausted. I, I want this. I just don't know if I could do it. That 
that's where the, the components of our program, the coaching piece, the accountability piece, the community that we have mm -hmm. is so stinking vital. If you've tuned out, tune in. Ready? Catch my eyes. I'm looking directly into the camera right now, right? Tuned out, tune in. There are three levels of accountability, right? Someone behind you that you're raising up, someone beside you that you're journeying with, and someone before you that's leading the way. When you have those three levels of accountability in your life, you will thrive, mm -hmm. all right? You'll thrive. You'll thrive in whatever it is that you're looking to accomplish. And so one of my biggest encouragements I could give you right now is to go into element two when, you're, when we're done in the next 24 hours, okay? And you would actually do this. Why? Because once you put pen to paper, pencil to paper, there's something that is accountable and then when you snap this over, if you have a coach um, that's been, you know, paying it forward to you and you're on this journey, you would actually send the, the screenshots of your willingness, your confidence, your readiness over to them and be like, okay, this is what this is. This is where I'm at right now. Even if you have been coaching for 20 years, all right, or if you're a client or maybe you're not even a client here and you're just checking this community out. All right. So be accountable and watch what happens here, because I'm telling you what. Again, no one has arrived. I've never met anyone that's perfect in all these categories of macro habits. Never, ever, ever. So don't give yourself that excuse. Well, they, they're, that's DJ and Danae. They must have something special about them. We're not special. I'm bald. We're normal. Yeah, I'm bald. <laughs> and that's cool. I used to have a mustache up till yesterday, but not anymore. Like, <laughs> anyway, but I'm just saying, like, have, have fun with this. Take a different perspective. You're no longer a victim. You are the master of your own destiny which is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. All right. So uh, <laughs> let me introduce you to our, our next, uh, you know, speaker, uh, presenter. Um, this is uh, Margaret. Margaret, oh my gosh, you're such a rock star. Um, we really asked Margaret to share on the macro habits of healthy movement and healthy sleep um, because this was not always something that was like, yeah, yeah, I, I always work out. This is so great. This was something that you had to journey through, something that you had to contend. We don't say the word struggle. We say contend, right? Because you're a boxer in a ring, not a turtle on its back. So you've been contending in this. So share a little bit of your story. Absolutely. Wow. I love Element 2. And I just want to share my story because I, what I wanted to accomplish in my health, it's kind of a little bit different. So about four years ago, I was diagnosed with adrenal fatigue. And if you're not sure what adrenal fatigue is, just think major exhaustion. Fatigue doesn't even begin to describe it. There were days I couldn't get off the couch. There were days that I, I really couldn't do anything. I Life was passing me by. Um, I had some muscle deterioration. I was um, just had really no stamina or energy at all. I spent a lot of time on the couch. Um, I definitely could not exercise. Um, and in addition to that, my sleep was terrible, which kind of sounds weird that I was tired all the time, but I couldn't sleep. But when you have adrenal fatigue, you have this condition that they describe as feeling wired and tired. So I kind of just felt agitated all the time, like I never could really settle my body down and go to sleep. And when I was preparing for this and reread Element 2, I opened my life book and it fell right open to my why. From four years ago, I wrote uh, my why to get healthy was to sleep great, have more energy, strength and endurance for life, be as healthy as possible, feel great, have lots of stamina and vitality. So as you can say, I was really searching for that energy. Um, my willingness was definitely there. 
And I knew what I wanted to accomplish, but my body often wouldn't cooperate. And so some days I just did what I could. I would put my shoes on and take a five minute walk. I would go to the gym for 10 minutes. I would just do whatever my body was able to do that way, that day. And, and slowly over time, I built up my strength, my stamina, my endurance. And I'm so happy to report that I can get all my healthy motion and I can spend up to an hour at the gym if I want to going every day if I want to. So I'm super grateful for that. But if you don't have a gym or access to equipment, it's not a problem at all. You can start in your life book on page 359. There's an excellent walking program. Just start there. It shows you how to warm up, how to walk how to add to it, how to build endurance, how to build in stamina, how to cool down. So that's a great place to get started on your healthy motion. And then as for sleep, oh, I was so frustrated because I had always been a great sleeper, but I was not able to sleep through the night. And I know the value and importance of sleeping because when I get a good night's sleep, I feel like superwoman, I can do anything. And um, one day I was just like, this enough is enough. I need to really figure out the sleep thing and what's going on. So I jumped into element 19. If you haven't been there yet, it's phenomenal. Unlimited sleep um, and, and amazing sleep and unlimited energy. So it's such a great element to get into if you're struggling with sleep in any way. And I saw there that there were some things that I could change. First thing I saw was I was on my devices and had like blue light in my face up until the time I went to bed. So that was one of the first things I changed that all I got all off all of my devices, put them to bed about two hours before I go to bed and I don't have any screen time. That's really helped a lot. Another thing that I noticed was that um, I did not have a good night routine or a good morning routine. And those are super vital to um, getting good, healthy, quality sleep, which I learned in element 19 also. So I established a good night routine. I established a good morning routine. So now between getting healthy motion, building my stamina, building my endurance, getting healthy sleep, I, I feel fantastic. I'm so excited because I'm actually moving toward ultra health. I saw that in the back of the book and I was wondering, will I ever get there? But it's so fun when you arrive at that point and you can start working toward optimal health. I have the energy that I want. And I just wanna encourage you, just take baby steps. If you're willing, if you're ready, confident, you're gonna reach your goals and you will accomplish them. Oh my gosh, Margaret, you are such an inspiration. Like how cool is that? that you see you're, you're getting there. You are going to achieve ultra health. Like what a beautiful journey. Oh my gosh. And I love how you said you took one small step at a time. You made a plan. So thank you so much, Margaret, for sharing authentically Seriously. and awesome. open your story. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. A talks in element two precisely about that, Margaret, about we spend often more time planning our vacations than we do our day-to-day -day life. Margaret won't be able to celebrate ultra health if she didn't have a vision, of, even if it's hazy, of what she wanted to create. And then I love how she broke it down. Just one small step. What was one thing my body could do that day? And we see it in the chat. You guys are striving for this. And I'm sure that on that podcast, you've got that stirring within yourself to, oh my gosh, all the I want tos, right? So put that pen to paper. What is it that you're wanting to create? My, one of my favorite phrases is I may not know how, I only know that. Right. Say that again. I may not know how, 
I only know that. So when Margaret was writing down her why, she didn't really know how she was going to accomplish that vitality in her life. But she knew that somehow, even if it's one small step, if she could just get up and walk, if she could go up and down the stairs a couple of extra times, park further away at the grocery store, take an extra lap around the outside uh, before she checks out, all of those small things add up to the bigger vision. And I think that even allowing into that place of allowing somebody else to come in and to say, okay, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I know that someday I'm going to be able to run a 5k with my daughter. I didn't know how I would do it. And I went over and I had not trained and I bought the bib and I walked over to our daughter and I was like, I'm going to do this with you. She was like, dropped her face, like dropped. I ran it. I ran the whole 5k did not like accomplish anything like major with it, but it was so cool to walk on the other side of that and be like, this is the, in the past, what I wanted to create. And it was one small step. It wasn't like I flipped a switch and all of a sudden I'm like Danae super mom and I'm running. It, it took one small step of knowing each day what we want to accomplish. Yeah. Which is so cool. Again, that piece of uh, Margaret, I liked in your story that it wasn't, um, it was an excuse. If you don't have a gym, you still could go for a walk. All right. You still can do like you can still take those next steps to doing what you need to do. So no more excuses. Okay. We're playing some hardball here right now. No more excuses. It's time to get in some action. Time to do the work. Okay. Nicole, um, you have a really cool piece of your story too. Talking about the last two macro habits uh, of really that whole idea of like having a healthy mind um, and then having uh, healthy surroundings. And so Nicole, would you be willing to come off and just share a little bit of kind of how you've navigated this journey? For sure. Yeah. I mean, in, in full honesty and transparency, I came to this program because I was terrified to have to get into a bathing suit and a vacation had been planned and that was what was going to happen. So I came in purely for vanity reasons. Um, I was encouraged multiple times by my uh, coach to work on my mindset, but I really didn't see the value um, in that because I grew up in a loving home. I really have not experienced major trauma in my life. Um, you know, Christina has been battling an eating disorder her entire life. I wasn't coming from that background. Uh, I don't have a major health diagnosis like Margaret. I didn't have that in my life. So I, I, I really, I, I fought it. Um, I'll be honest, <laughs> this is hard putting out my dirt. Um, but I had a willingness to try and to get into it because I had a, a trust with my coach that she had my best interest in mind. And I was ready for long-term change. The satisfaction, you know, that we've been talking about tonight, I wanted that long-term satisfaction. So I, uh, I dug in. Um, have you guys heard that quote, um, dig the well before you're thirsty? Uh, I had no idea what was about to come down the pipeline in my life. And um, you know, the world shut down. We had this awesome pandemic that came about uh, throwing me into the role of homeschool mom uh, for my three boys. Uh, shortly after my father-in-law was diagnosed with cancer and underwent a major surgery. Uh, then my dad was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, he moved out of state uh, for pretty intense, horrible treatment. Um, I had a husband who was traveling every week for work. Um, putting me in the situation of uh, full-time parenting on my own and causing some pretty big marital strains. Um, we then lost my father-in-law to cancer, um, which threw me into the position of an executor of an estate. And I 
had no idea what I was doing. Um, and to say that I was overwhelmed and exhausted and emotionally drained um, would be an understatement. I know my situation isn't unique, you guys. Um, we have all experienced loss. We've all had to navigate this world that, you know, have, that has been thrust upon us um, without our control. Um, but these were unique roads to me. Um, and I was having to figure out my way. Um, had I not dug into the life book at the urging of my coach, uh, specifically elements four and five, um, I don't know how I would have navigated everything that was thrown my way um, and everything that continues to come my way. Because let's be honest, it hasn't shut off. I wake up each day. I have challenges each day. So um, it continues to come my way. But had I not been challenged through the life book to become the dominant force in my life, like DJ was talking about, you know, rather than just allowing life to throw me around, um, I would have crumbled. And had I not been challenged to look at how the obstacles that come my way help me to be better, rather than being stuck and feeling sorry for myself and how life was happening to me, um, I think I would be in a place of fear uh, and frustration and probably just feeling stuck. Um, had I not dug into element five and understood how my surroundings, not only my physical environment, but also the people that I surround myself with, um, I wouldn't have made the changes to my household as well as my calendar, recognizing that the people that I choose to spend my time with is super important for my overall well-being and success. Um, you know, I, I think it's I think it's in these life moments that we realize how all of our macro habits that you saw, you know, on that page, the the sleep, the eating, the hydration, all, all of these things are interconnected and intertwined. And um, it, we really can't separate them out, even though we try. Um, emotional eating and excessive drinking, comfort food, mindless snacking could have filled my days, um, but they didn't. And, and being realistic, the punches are going to keep coming. Uh, but I feel confident that I'm going to be able to step into that ring like a champ. And I am going to be a contender um, and, uh, and show up in better ways because I have been given tools to equip myself. Um, so I have a, a challenge for you. <laughs> um, Let's treat our life book as our seventh fueling. I'm sure that you guys, I, you know, I saw in the comments, there's a few of you on day one and there's a few of you who haven't even started yet. Uh, and you're like, what in the world did I get myself into? But um, <laughs> you probably are rocking the six times a day by now because our simple, simple nutritional structure is very easy to follow as long as you make it simple. Don't overcomplicate things. But we have seven feelings. We have the feeling of the mind. We have to feed our mindset and work on that piece if we want that long-term success, that long-term satisfaction versus the immediate instant gratification. Don't get me wrong. The instant gratification of stepping onto the scale and seeing an incredible drop and feeling the pant sizes, you know, go down, fabulous. But I want that for the long-term and I know that you do too, right? We don't want to swing back and forth. We want the long-term success, but we can't achieve that if we don't know what we want to accomplish. Element two drives that home. Yeah. And if those, if those scales scared you a little bit, and maybe your numbers are a little bit lower than what you hoped for, keep going, lead into your coach, talk to the people around you, work on getting those numbers up. They don't have to stay at twos, threes, fours. They can get to eights, nines, tens. You have to know what you want to accomplish. We will miss our target 100% of the time if we have no idea where we're aiming for. So like Danae said, I may not know how, I only know that.
Holy cow. Nicole, do you have a microphone near you that you could drop? Because that was- I dropped my phone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a rock star. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, there was so much gold there. Uh, I, I To recap, it would be ridiculous. But the number one thing for me was the seventh fueling. Are you kidding me? Are you a genius? Like, did you did you literally come up with that? Who'd you steal it from? All right, be honest. It's you me. Honestly, Dang. I have, you Dang. have to get that in your day. Okay. No, that was... and, and I will argue it's probably one of the most important ones. Find it five is. minutes. I challenge oh you, gosh. find five minutes. Dang. Everybody okay. has five minutes. Everybody's got rock. I love it. I'm uh, honestly, I've never heard that before in the years that I've been doing Optavia, but that is like that spoke to my soul. So thank you, Cole, for that. I love that. I love that we're your uh, pay it forward support, right? But you just paid it forward to me. So, so reciprocal. So oh. cool. I love it. Okay. Um, <laughs> we we got to wrap up this call. All right. So here's what we're going to do. Uh, you've been challenged a little bit today, three times now, which is good. Oh, you'll be challenged third. All right. So um, this, this slide here, again, you're podcasting, you're seeing slides right now in, in your mind of people that have made posts and they've hashtagged my story rocks. We want you to continue doing this because there's something powerful about being able to search up my story rocks, that hashtag, mm -hmm. and seeing inspiration after inspiration after inspiration after inspiration. So our challenge to you today, third challenge, is to go into your life book. Uh, I, I, I marked it here. Uh, and then this page here, it's page 56. All right. So you have to be kind of sneaky. You're going to pick the one that you want to work on the most. Okay. Cause again, no one's arrived. So you got one you got to work on. All right. For sure. You're going to pick it. You're going to point at it and you're going to take a selfie. All right. It's going to be like pop. All right. Here's my phone. So you're going to like pop it. And then you're going to post on social media. Cause you're going to hold yourself accountable. All right. Accountability is a big part. And you're going to hashtag my story rocks and say a little bit of what you're working on and what you want to accomplish and why that matters. And I'm telling you, your story, like Nicole's story and Chris and Christina's story and Margaret's story is going to inspire somebody. So go inspire somebody. It's powerful. Nicole, Curtis, Christina, Margaret, thank you guys thank so you. much. Holy cow, you guys, you you brought it. You brought it today. Um, just a the last thing before we tune out. Uh, just want to say congrats. Congrats for being here, for making the time for yourself. Absolutely. Like, you took time for yourself. That that's that mental emotional piece of really investing in your soul and your heart is it's priceless, right? So congrats to you. Uh if you're on podcast right now, congrats for making time for this. All right. Kudos to you on that. Every Monday we do this call and we journey through the 26 elements of health that are in this life book, right? We're on element two. So next week's probably gonna be element three. All right. And so join us. And if you can't join us in person, then make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast and listen to it later. But it's middle of the month. It's time to pay it forward. It's time to be that light, a city on a hill. Um, thanks so much for letting us share, babe. Anything else? That's it. All right. Thanks for letting us hang with you guys and have a conversation. Be blessed. Talk to you guys later.